0: What is up everybody and welcome to our first episode of Mac attack, where we teach Mac about sports, sports, that's Mac. And with us tonight, and this will be sports. (laughs) We also have a special guest with us tonight. The one, the only hoodie. Hi, 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 hi. What's (gasps) up our other co-host from our magical neighborhood. So this is super exciting and I'm pretty pumped. How are you? How are you doing tonight?
1: I'm I'm so pumped. I'm excited to be able to talk about Casey Jones for an hour. That's what I've heard. We're talking about hockey. Heck yeah. Um, the extent of my knowledge.
0: We're going to learn all the hockey things and well, at least the stuff that McKenna has questions about. So, the show tonight is McKenna is going to ask questions about hockey and I'm going to answer them. And we're also she has, she has notes. It's great. Um we're also, I'm going to tell her a few stories from uh, hockey, some personal ones, some bigger ones, things like that. Also, we are going to, has going to be a two-parter episode where we're going to have a friend uh, next week. We're going to interview two and talk to you about some of his hockey stories. So we're going to interject that at the end of the episode. and It's going to be fun. And then we're going to put this out right in time for hockey playoff season, which is great. Oops. Which also brings me to, we are also going to be filling out Playoff brackets, which is going to be so fun. So we'll see who does better. Mir or McKenna. It's <laughs> going to be so much fun. I'm very excited for that. So let's get into it. McKenna, what is your first question?
2: My first question. How many players are on the ice?
0: How many players are on the ice? All right. So each team has six players on the ice at a time. Okay. So... You have three forwards, you have two defensemen, and you have your goalie. That is who's on the ice at all times. Now, uh, there are some times when you have more players, sometimes when you have less players. So if you take a penalty, which we'll talk about in a little bit, you have one less guy on your side. Uh, Sometimes you won't have a goalie. If you're, say, you're losing the game two to three and you have a minute and a half left of the game and you want to tie it up. Some teams will pull their goalie, so they'll put an extra forward on the ice and try to score.
2: They're mixing and matching.
0: They're mixing and matching. They're doing it. They'll do it. And, I mean, you'll see that a lot in games, and it's pretty cool. So, yeah, see if they can tie it up right before the end of the game. So those are some some examples of times when you won't see the standard three three forwards, two defensemen, and a goalie on the ice
2: you you mentioned these positions
0: yes positions
2: what, positions what 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 do they do so what, what's their their
0: tasks that's a great question i love this question so i mean your goalie obviously he is he's your brick wall a lot of times like I said goalie's doing good that's what we call him brick wall cuz they're not letting anything past mm-hmm. um that's who's stopping the puck from going in the net that's that's their job and they also have a job, a couple little jobs too. Uh, sometimes, if the puck comes back to them and there's no one around, they'll clear the puck up out of their end of the, the ice. you know. Also, when your team is, say, on a power play, when you have the extra guy on the ice, you know, when the other team has taken a penalty, uh, they will, towards the end of it, a couple seconds left, you'll hear, you'll hear this tap on ice. That's them letting their team know, hey, Hey, it's almost time for even strength again that, that guy's coming out of the penalty box so that's his that's his job you'll see you'll see goalies doing that too, which is pretty cool. And even sometimes sometimes you'll see goalie fights It doesn't happen very often, but every once in a while there's <laughs> legends there's legends like Rick DiPietro Pietro <laughs> and uh, Brett Johnson uh, the the legendary goalie fight where Brent Johnson, one shot with a hook, knocked Rick DiPietro out. And what? I mean, he, Rick DiPietro had a, a rough career. Uh, he was one of my favorite goaltenders, actually. I tried to see that. I, I tried to see that boy play hockey so many times, and I never got to see him play a game ever. I went to so many Islander games. It's kind of sad, actually. But I never got to see him play. But there was this one game where, man, the Pens and the Islanders just could not stop fighting. And those two met center ice. And Brad Johnson, man, one shot. And he he broke his jaw, actually. Jeez. Um, but, yeah, on the rare occurrence, you will see a goalie fight. So, that's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Uh, especially seeing them fight. And they wear all kinds of pads to protect themselves. I mean, the most pads out of anybody else on the ice. And... It's, it's, it's an interesting thing for sure. <laughs> so then you have your defensemen. They're, they're going to be the guys who hang out with your goalie. And their job is kind of like to stand and protect the goalie. That's that's really their job. They're, you know, trying to clear the puck out of your under the ice. You know, they're, they're trying to also stop the puck from going in the goal and not letting it back there. Uh, also, then the forwards... They're the guys who are trying to score the goals most of the time. That's that's who's taking the puck up to the other end and going scoring the goals. And that is that's the quick rundown on the positions. Okay,
2: interesting. Okay, there's a lot less people than I than I (laughs) than I would have expected.
0: You do have like you have your center and your left wing and right wing. I mean that's just kind of your center plays in the middle. And your left wing plays on the left, and your right wing plays on the right. So, what? I mean, that's, that's pretty easy. But, yeah, they all play forward position, and they all go forward and score the goals. That's their job. Okay.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whew. Hockey. Um, what <laughs> th- you mentioned a pa- the power play. Mm-hmm. What does that mean?
0: So, the power play. That is when your team, so the other team takes a penalty. Guy goes and sits in the box okay your team is on the power play which (laughs) means you have one extra guy on the ice this is typically like it's most of the time two minutes long uh and this is when you have the extra guy on the ice so you typically spend most of that time in the offensive zone uh and you're passing the ball if you're I'm going to reference the Penguins a lot, obviously, because that's the team I see on TV most thanks to national blackouts and st- things like that. You know, I can't afford that NHL pass yet, maybe someday. But um, we like to pass the puck a lot on the power plate. It's awful. And that's when I scream at the TV, just shoot the puck at the net and, you know, things like that. It's fun. Uh, but that's, you know, a lot of teams will score on the power plate because they have that extra guy the ice. So a good it's a good opportunity to score a goal
2: Ooh, fun <laughs> play. um what do the markings on the
0: ice mean the markings on the ice so for this part i apologize to anybody who is listening to the podcast uh, because we have pictures now visual so. aids bam look at that Whoa. so here is the ice this is this is what your eyes on you know for a hockey rink looks like so you can see closest to us the defending zone we're, we're just gonna see this as one team pretty much okay. this is the defending zone this is where your goalie's going to be um you can see the two circles on each side mm-hmm. that's where different face-offs uh will be taken from if oh. they're in that zone so um same with you'll see let's see these these two circles here mm-hmm. also will sometimes have face-offs. You'll have a face-off at center ice here too. And same for the other side. So sometimes when the linesman or the refs will call like, you know, the high stick on the puck or, or a penalty, they'll have to pause the game and then they'll do a face-off. And depending on where the call was made, different, you know, different places will signify different things. So this is where your defensive zone is. Uh, your neutral zone, obviously, center of the ice, kind of that that middle ground, um, and then your attacking zone up here, and this is where the other team's goalie will be, right up in here. Oh. So there's different things, obviously, all these lines mean and things like that. Mm-hmm. So a term you'll hear a lot with hockey is icing. Now I think icing, and I'm like, yes, cake. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so
2: my brain went too. <laughs>
0: Right? I mean, I think everyone's goes to cake. I, I We used to have this joke, uh, me and my friend, where uh, it was like, most, most girls, when they think of icing, they think of baked goods, not me. I think of hockey or something. It was something silly along those lines. But um, so icing is something you'll hear a lot. And that is when, so if we're down here in our defending zone and one of our guys takes the puck and throws it all the way down here and nobody else can touch it or play it, that's when an icing call happens. So it's anything behind this line here. And they just, whoop, they're like, nope, I need to clear it all the way out here. And they don't have, like, it's it's kind of like a throwaway pass in football. Mm-hmm. Almost, except, mm-hmm. you know, they call it. And what they'll do is they'll bring it all the way back down here. You're not able to switch any of your guys off the ice, which is s- kind of sucks for that team. Because typically it's a play when your guys are tired and stuff like that. Just, you know. They type they want you to make a play, trying to come out of your zone. They don't want you to just keep going. Whoop! Throw it down the ice. Whoop, throw it down the ice. So that's what that's what you'll see icing, and that's that's one of the most common common calls. So, okay.
2: Yep. It's lines. They make a lot more sense now.
0: <laughs> they do make a lot more sense. Um, the one thing I do notice there's there's typically also like a little trapezoid back here. There's a line here, usually any line here, mm-hmm. and that signifies the zone where the goalie is allowed to play the puck. Oh. That's the only spot behind the net that they're allowed to touch the puck. They're not allowed to touch it out here. Only behind. Oh wow.
2: Yep. Wow. Okay. Um what are some One, common two. penalties? <laughs> in how many minutes would you typically get for them in in the in the pen- penalty box?
0: So, let's talk about penalties cuz there are so There's a few different kinds of penalties. So I'm just going to run through kind of what they all are. And then we'll talk about the different kinds. So there's minor penalties, major penalties, misconduct penalties, game misconduct penalties. um, Then there's match penalties and penalty shots. And then something that I don't think I've ever seen during a game, which is a gross misconduct penalty. So Mm. um, that's, that's a lot. So... For a minor penalty, you'll get two minutes. Just a two-minute penalty, easy. Double minor, which happens sometimes, not too often. Obviously, four minutes. Um, a major penalty, you're going to get five minutes. Uh, misconduct, you'll get ten. Game misconduct, the rest of the game, doesn't matter how much. And match penalty, um, the team is shorthanded for five minutes. But whoever got that is out for the rest of the game. So, um, so here, they're actually, uh, there is a list here of different penalties. There's actually a biting penalty, which is a major penalty. Lovely. (laughs) In case you were curious. (laughs) Uh, that's a five minute game misconduct. And, you know, that's... (laughs) I'm not sure if I've ever seen someone bite, but Brad Marchand from the Boston Bruins used to like to lick people for a few games. It was very odd. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I have his jersey. Um, <laughs> uh, so, there's fighting. Uh, fighting fighting usually carries a five-minute major. for, But that's typically a match penalty. Both guys will go to the box because you can't have a fight with one guy. Um High-sticking is another common one, which, I mean, that also is guy kind of takes a stick and hits someone high with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, this is one of those cases where you can see a double minor, because if the person bleeds who got high-sticked, then they get a double minor. If the person doesn't bleed, then it's just one, one, one penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, hooking is another one. Which is, you know, if they take the blade of the stick and they hook the guy or hook their stick. Uh, (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Brutal. It it can, you know, so hockey is a rough sport, which brings me to my next penalty, roughing. Uh, Roughing is kind of an interesting one because sometimes you'll see this called instead of fighting. So if it's kind of like... A not like full fledged fight, and they're kind of just pushing and shoving a little bit. You'll see them call roughing instead of fighting, uh, and know yeah, that's not um, spearing is another one, and that is when you stab somebody with your stick blade. You are like this and just give them a stab with your stick blade. Uh, <laughs> um, there, this is this is one of my favorite though, and this is one you see a lot, which is too many men on the ice. So this is obviously an easy one. You, you, I accidentally slip an extra guy on ice. Uh, but there was this one time, uh, there was a player, great guy, Gary Roberts. Um, he was your very stereotypical rough guy. And they uh, must have had some, I don't know if it was a typo. Someone did this on purpose. I would love to think someone did this on purpose, but they typed too much, man. For the penalty, and that's what came up on the screen. And that really (laughs) stuck with him for a very long time. It was it was one of the best things I think I've ever seen. And just uh um thing (laughs) with with Gary Gary Roberts. I uh I was fortunate enough to see him play lots of games in Pittsburgh and um There was one time that he it was it was a I believe it was a playoff game and there was a player by the name of Ryan Whitney that here we're going to share my screen so I can show you this picture um that he was just not a huge fighter and he decided to fight. There you go. Pittsburgh Penguins too much man at 949 against Colorado. <laughs> man too much man love it That is gary roberts and as you can see by the look on his face he was too much man he, um
2: the m- much man i've ever seen
0: <laughs> too, much. too much man um so ryan whitney tried to he he you know gave it his best in this fight and everyone was like oh my gosh is ryan whitney fighting really and you know everyone cheered for him they left the ice because it was towards the end of the game literally within like five seconds of the next puck drop uh, Gary Roberts tried fighting like the rest of the team that was on the ice, and it was just like, okay, yeah, that's about right. That that looks cool, like that. That's more about what we expected here. So, um, take
2: them all on at once.
0: Yep, and that was that was Gary Roberts. I mean, he was that's just the kind of player he was, and he was very much he was very well respected around the league, and definitely here when he was here for a very long time. So. Um, just a list of a few other penalties. We have goaltender interference, holding, um, just interference, knee- kneeing, roughing, slashing. Um, there is some actually really funny ones that I don't think I've ever seen called like, um, here, illegal equipment. I don't think I've ever seen that called, um, leaving the penalty bench too early,
1: um,
0: throwing puck towards opponent's goal don't think i've ever seen that happen that's like yeah i don't think i've ever seen that called uh in an actual game so those are some minors, uh bench minors, which are penalties that you can take while you're sitting on the bench mm-hmm. um abuse of an official mm-hmm. uh face-off violation illegal substitution uh refusing to start play i don't think i've ever seen that one called either so and stepping onto the ice during the period if you're a coach. I've never seen that one called either. Oh.
1: Yeah. I see it. My hand is raised.
0: Okay. Question.
1: <laughs> Refusing to start play. Uh-huh. Would that, is it exactly what it sounds like where I'm not mm-hmm. going to play this game with you?
0: That's exactly what it sounds like. Sounds uh. like something that the Rangers should have done a couple weeks ago against the Capitals, huh, McKenna? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yep, that is exactly what that is.
1: I want to see that.
0: I do, too. Like, these are some, I, this is just a great list of penalties. And, like, you know, like I said, there's a lot that we see common, like hooking and slashing and things like that. We see these called quite often. Uh, Some of these, I've just, you know, and here's some, some major penalties. You know, we've got boarding and charging and elbowing, uh, headbutting. I don't think I've ever seen headbutting called in hockey. I saw it in soccer once, but I've never seen it in hockey. Um, you know, illegal check to the head, uh, kneeing and spearing and slashing. Now, these, there are not too many major penalties. So you see a, l- a lot of these I've seen called, except like I said, I think the uh, headbutting, I don't think I've seen that one called. Thankfully, I don't think I'd want to see that one called. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. But there are definitely a lot of penalties. Uh a lot of interesting.
2: Yeah. Wow. Even more of a brutal sport than I thought it was. <laughs> hearing everything.
0: It's gotten a lot calmer over the past few years, I'll give you that. But um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Considering they used to play with like leather helmets or no helmets at all, actually, too. So yeah. Oh.
2: I'm glad they they switched to the material that it's made of now.
0: Well, you know, while we're talking about penalties, let's let's jump into one of these stories about one of my favorite players, John Scott. Um, Now, we did bring up John Scott when we talked about uh, Tom Wilson. And uh, I love this article. I was reading this article the other day, and this quote just from him goes, I remember where I was and what I was doing. Now, John Scott, uh, he – I mean – He was probably somebody that few fans would have remembered. um, If not for what happened in the 2015-2016 season. Um, John Scott joined the American Hockey League in 2006. Uh, His first professional season was 2006-2007. Where he signed with the Minnesota Wild. Um, And then his first NHL game was against the Detroit Red Wings. Then in the 09 and 10 season, he scored his first goal on November 15th 2009 uh, against the Carolina Hurricanes. Ooh. He went to the Blackhawks in 2010. Then uh, he was traded to the Rangers in the 2011-12 season. Then he went to the Sabres. And like, as you can see, he, he was a player that bounced around yeah, and you see these there, guys man. a lot. He did. He, he played a lot of places. Um, in May 2013, you know, he, he went in 2012, he went to the Sabres, and they re-signed him to a one-year extension worth, and this is league minimum, $750,000. Obviously a lot to you and me, but league minimum, that's that's not a lot for a hockey player. Um, he finally scored his second career goal in, uh, on December twenty seventh 2013. Uh, then in 2014, he went to the San Jose Sharks. Um, now, this is he—he he got suspended for four games, I think, um, and if that was in December. Yeah, that year. And then in 2015, he signed a one-year contract with the Arizona Coyotes. Okay, so he's already been with a handful of teams at this point. So, in 2015-2016, it was announced that John Scott was the winner of the NHL All-Star Game fan vote. So, let me explain this to you. So, in each division, uh, fans could vote on one person that would absolutely make it to the All-Star Game. Now, (laughs) All-Star Game, you think of big name hockey players. Now we've talked about some hockey players and most people know guys like Sidney Crosby and, you know, Connor McDavid and those big named guys. Like even if you don't watch a ton of hockey, you know, you some some you know these names ring a bell. Nobody knows who John Scott is. Nobody does. Okay? So, this is the best part here. Because so these fan votes or captain for the team. So he got fan votes for captain for the team representing the Pacific division of the Western Conference. Scott received the most votes of any player despite having only recorded one point in 11 games played with the Coyotes because he spent most of that season as a healthy scratch and scored only five goals in his entire career up to this point. All right. Oh my God. So, the situation was compared to Rory Fitzpatrick's <laughs> All Star campaign in 2007, where fans vote for a player who could not conventionally been chosen as an All Star to highlight a role player. So that was that's another story. So, um, a TSN analysis, Bob McKenzie. Uh, who who's he's a pretty big name in like sports reporting for hockey and things like that reported that the NHL and the Coyotes had both requested that Scott remove himself from the all-star team. After being advised on the campaign, Scott made a statement to the NHL fans saying, listen, I don't deserve this vote from my teammates. After he was declared the winner of the fan vote, Scott decided that he would play in the game. Okay. I, I do. I love this story. So much but here is where because it it it's different okay it it gets different um on january 15th 2016 and i will never forget this scott was traded to the montreal canadians along with a couple other guys and after he was traded, the Canadians sent him down to their AHL affiliate. So you have your NHL team, and then you have your AHL team, and their, their farm team, oh, okay. basically. Mm-hmm. The St. John Ice Cats. Uh, The Arizona, Arizona GM insisted that the trade was a business move, and it was not to keep John Scott out of the All-Star game. But obviously, mm-hmm. they traded him to a completely di- different division mm-hmm. and everything. And this is pretty much right before the All-Star Game. Like, oh, no. the All-Star Game is the uh, like, end of January, mm-hmm. I believe. I, I'm trying to think what day it was. That. I'm not sure it's listed to here, but anyways, so we'll continue. Um, speculation surfaced that uh, he was going to be ruled ineligible because of the move to the AHL roster since they sent him down to their minor league team. Mm-hmm. But Uh, it was officially declared on January 19th that he would be the captain of the Pacific team on the roster. Um, so here's the best part during the all-star game. It gets better. (laughs) I'm not done. I literally have a, I have a letter for, I have, like I said, I have the t-shirt and it's sitting right over there. It's my John Scott all-star shirt over there. I almost wore it tonight. Except I really wanted to wear my Humboldt shirt. But, um, oh yeah, it gets better. I have a signed letter from him and everything. And his book is so amazing. It's called A Guy Like Me. I highly suggest you read it. It's amazing. I just, it's great. <laughs> Anyways, um, so during the All-Star game, he scored two goals in the semifinals of the tournament to get his team into the finals. And the Pacific Division won. Yes. And and he was named MVP <laughs> of the All-Star Game. Despite despite not being included in the voting, he still got named MVP. When he was excluded, fans, including players, like big-name players like Henrik Lundqvist, and the official accounts from teams like the Senators and the Flyers, the Canucks, the Oilers, like all these other teams... Just they all were like, nope, they they took to Twitter, hashtag vote MVP Scott. I will never I like I'm pretty sure this was why I made a new Twitter account was to get him to be the MVP. Um and you know, fate with all the with all the support, the NHL had no other option except to give him the MVP title. Like they couldn't say no because everybody knew that. He had won the MVP title. Like, that was it. That was it. They're done. Yep. <laughs> His helmet's in the Hall of Fame from that game, which is awesome. Um, and I know that there was talks about doing a movie on this whole situation. I don't know how far that's ever gone. But I really, I would love if they would actually do that. Um, so he was eventually called back up to the Canadians. Uh, Later in that season, it was in April. Um, He, he, you know, he didn't score. Uh, Right after the game, he was given the option to return to St. John's to finish the season or return to Michigan to see his family for the first time in two months. And he ended up returning home. Um, There are some amazing pictures from that game. He has, during that whole time, his wife was pregnant, I believe, with twins. And he had two little girls. And they are flipping adorable. Like some of the pictures are just like the cutest things, um, and just the whole story is I, I that is probably one of my favorite stories in recent hockey history um, because they're just it's just so heartwarming. Like after all of that, it was just. Great. And one of the coolest things, so, um, he actually didn't wear all the guys typically wear their team somewhere on their Jersey. He didn't because he technically didn't have a team in that division. So here I'm going to, I'm going to show you this picture of him with his daughter. Oh my
2: goodness.
0: Oh it's my God. Just so sweet. I love it. That's from the all-star weekend. It's just so cute. That's
2: adorable.
0: Mhm. Ah. Yep. It's so it was, like I said, it's just such a great story and this is one of and I think this is actually the picture that is based off of the t-shirt that um that I have from Sauce Hockey, which is a fantastic place to buy sports everything i appreciate them a lot and they make great clothes oh my god.
2: Oh, but, uh, god that makes my heart so warm i love that story it's
0: such a good story in here i'm gonna add this real quick and you can see the picture of his teammates <gasps> lifting him up on their shoulders <laughs> he is not a little dude um i just i love that and that's just fantastic so yep look how happy he yes. is He looks like- I just love it I love it so much all right so that's my story about John Scott and fun penalty things so let's get on to questions
2: (laughs) um I actually have a question for you Erica okay why do you like hockey
0: why do oh gosh (laughs) why do I like hockey man we want to sit here for another three hours and I can tell you why I like hockey (laughs) honestly so uh i i think uh, i mean i make it pretty apparent that i live in uh you know the good old steel city and um we are very much a football town and Mm -hmm. that's great and i'm not saying anything bad against football i'll watch football as well um but you know i always was just i was always just more drawn towards hockey and that was kind of like, my time away from a, a lot of things, and I I just, that, that was, you know, that was my happy place, and, you know, um, my family would all be watching the football games, and I'd be in another room watching hockey by myself, and that was quite all right with me, and I loved it. Um, but I'm also very lucky because my mom is a huge hockey fan, um, so every year, typically, uh, obviously this year excluded we, uh, will go to a hockey game, me and her for her birthday, uh, slash Christmas. We'll, I'll buy her, like, we'll get, like, super good tickets, and sit super close, and we'll get, like, real nice food and stuff, and go to a game. Uh, and we've had a lot of fun, like, we've gotten some good seeds, like, we sat right next to the penalty box a couple years ago for Nellie Kings game It was super cool, and, uh, I actually, yep, LA Kings. <laughs> LA Kings. Um, I actually have a picture with the one guy who was sitting in the penalty box. And I just, I was sitting next to the penalty box. And I'm like, look, look, it's him. It's a guy. <laughs> and uh, my mom, uh, her favorite, one of her old favorite players, who is now uh, one of the announcers for our team uh, in between the benches after the game. She was like, hey, hey, it's my birthday. Can I get my picture? And he turned around and like took a picture with her and stuff. So, I mean, and oh you know, like, we'll sit next to the runway so we can like fist bump all the guys when they come down the runway and things like that. So, it's, it's fun. Oh that's nice. I think that's pretty much like, yeah, I don't like, I don't even know if there was a certain moment or time or anything. It was just kind of like hockey's on. This is going to be my thing. And I just kind of went with it. And I'm, I'm lucky. That I get to be in a good sports town when it comes to hockey, like we've been very spoiled for a long time, and I will very much admit that. Um, but also, I don't, I don't just watch the Penguins either, though. I will watch, I'll watch if there's a game on the television. I don't care who's playing. I'm probably gonna watch it if I have free time. So, I'll watch, I'll, I'll watch everybody play. I just love watching hockey, so. Mm-hmm.
2: In, in that same vein, mm-hmm. I I, realize, I think I probably know the answer to this already, but why do you like specifically the Penguins?
0: So, okay, obviously, I think that that answer is because I'm in Pittsburgh, and okay, that's, yeah. you know, that, that's the one that I watch the most. But, and like I said, I mean, if you look in my closet, I don't think you would be able to tell that I was a Penguins fan, honestly. I have... Um, I have tampa bay jerseys and i have boston jerseys and my mom has a flyers jersey and i know that's like sacrilegious in pittsburgh like you are not supposed to own a flyers jersey if you live in pittsburgh but we do um i have la king shirts i have actually i have a guy who plays on the flyers now that literally got suspended in the game that we played against them but i have his team north america shirt because i love that kid mm-hmm. um i i and, and that'll actually get me, I'm going to jump into my next story uh, about, actually, I have two stories. So I'm going to tell you a personal story about the time I got to meet Aaron Asham, um, which is, again, a name that not a lot of people are going to remember, probably, except for probably some Flyers fans. Um, Aaron Asham played for the Flyers for a long time, and he was always a phenomenal player in the playoffs. Uh, and then, we got lucky enough to pick him up and I was so excited because I loved watching him play. He was one of my favorite players. He was just fantastic. And I bought his winter classic jersey. And I was actually downtown. It was when I was still in school and I was walking around wearing his jersey. And I was I was near the arena. And I hear, Hey, 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 you want me to sign that? And I turn around and like he literally pulled over and was like, Do you want me to sign my you want you want me to sign that jersey for you? And I'm like, <laughs> sure <laughs> it's
2: like a movie moment and
0: then he's like hey I, I don't see a lot of these around here and i'm like i've i've been a fan for a while i'm like i, I liked you while you're in philly and he goes huh, i won't tell anybody else like, <laughs> okay thanks I'm like that's fantastic i was just like this is great i love this so much <laughs> But like, like, I mean, like I said, I, I wear my Colorado jersey to games all the time. And my Tampa, like we were talking before we started recording my Tampa jerseys. I'll wear my, I have a Marty St. Louis jersey that's ancient. He's been retired for years now, but I'll wear that to Tampa games all the time. i uh, not sure I'll wear my Boston jersey to games here, but that's just because it's a Brad Marchand jersey and it doesn't quite fit right. Uh, <laughs> it was one of those cheap knockoff ones. It's, mm. it's not not that great. One of these is a little nice one, but um. That brings me, actually, to another cool story that uh, I want to talk about, the Carolina Hurricanes. This is one of the most fun things. Um, even if you're not a huge hockey fan, I recommend following the the Canes on social media because they have one of the best social media presences for a sports team, hands down. Like, they're just hilarious. I love them. So uh, there was this... Uh, commentator. His name was Don Cherry. Uh, he's since been fired for some... I mean, it was just a long time coming. We're not going to get into Don Cherry right now. But uh, he used to wear these like bright crazy suits and stuff like that. You know, crazy old man yelling at clouds thing. Um, but he was an analyst uh, from Canada. And he called... He referred to the Canes as a bunch of jerks one Saturday night. And let me tell you, they rolled with it and I was there for it. Um, so they they did like they announced the next day that they like they changed their Twitter profile, like you know, their profile that did just said bunch of jerks. Um oh my they started selling selling shirts the next day. You better believe I have one in my closet it's fantastic i wore it out to dinner with my corporate boss actually one time it was amazing he's like "What does your shirt say I'm like bunch of jerks i'm like i don't want to be out with you guys. i don't want to be at home watching hockey like the game's on right now come on but yeah um it's they just rolled with it uh they they sold them And it said, You asked, and we delivered about 20 hours later. That was from their uh, vice president of marketing and brand strategy. Man, that dude deserves a raise. That's all I have to say. Um, Yeah, he, uh, it was because, so they have a unique uh, celebration for when they win at home. So they, you know, they're the hurricane. So they had this storm surge, is what they did after they would win games at home. And they would come back out on the ice and, have these fun celebrations for their fans. Now, the Canes have not been good in years, like prior to, you know, this bunch of jerk situation. They hadn't been good in a really long time. Let them have fun. They're a young team. Mm-hmm. Like why are you call- just because they're goofing off and having a good time, they're spraying water bottles and dropping Gatorade all over each other? Who cares? They're not hurting anybody. They're having fun. Like and you're going to sit there and call them a bunch of jerks. I'm sorry. Like I said, old man yelling at clouds. You need to just sit down and like maybe go have some fun yourself, which I don't know what he's doing now. Cause like I said, he has since been fired, which makes my Saturday nights way quieter. So I'm not gonna complain. Um, but yeah, I uh I just love it. And here I'll uh, I'm gonna show you the shirt because it is fantastic. There's the shirt, bunch <laughs> of jerks. Yep, That's and like design. I said, I uh I have that in my closet, and it's fantastic. Uh, I wear it quite often. I, I love it. It's great. So, um, which, uh, I was just very glad that they um, put it for sale so that everyone could buy it, and not just like have it for sale at their team store, um, because that would have been a little sad. So, I think yep. hoodie has a question. Hoodie has a question. Raise his hand. What's up, hoodie?
1: I don't want to interrupt the story. You're fine. I'm I'm waiting until it comes back to the open floor.
0: Okay. Your turn.
1: Oh, okay. I have two questions now. Okay. Questions. The first would be, I love the Scott story so much. I think it's. I could talk
0: about him for hours. Honestly, I really could.
1: I want an entire podcast. (laughs) That's at least four hours long.
0: Maybe we could do that. Maybe we'll do that one of these days. It's a
1: moment that I've just learned about now. Okay. And, and I'm I'm thankful that that you've you've told it to us mm-hmm. uh, because that that is one of the the peaks of humanity right there. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. It Really is. Uh, I, the, you were mentioning though movies. Movies mm-hmm. come up. Oh wow, my ears they mm-hmm. they perk. Here I knew that one. Now, if you had to fan cast Scott. <gasps> Who, oh, who are, who are you picking? Oh, good.
0: Why? Good. This the, is a good question.
1: I, I do have a follow-up question, which is more hockey related.
0: Okay. Let's go to the follow-up so, question yeah. while I think about this fan cast thing. Cause I might need to think, I might need to think on this for, for a minute. So go ahead with your follow-up.
1: So the follow-up question would be um, I'm <laughs> bare minimum knowledge of sports altogether. Mm-hmm. Yes. But there have been people from like the UFC or MMA that have, uh, transitioned over to uh, uh, WWE or mm-hmm. uh, different affiliations like that, uh, vice versa. Have there been? It, this is going to sound like I'm joking. I'm not. I want to want to make sure this is a legitimate question that I'm asking. Have there been any figure skating uh, figure skaters who have gone from that? a uh, 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 career path into hockey or vice versa.
0: I love this so let's talk about Jeff Skinner because he actually has a background in figure skating um let me uh pull this up real fast uh figure skating ice hockey. Um, not ice hockey movie. Is there really a figure skating ice hockey movie? We might need to look at that later. Um, I, I think know I saw that one in theaters. I think, <laughs> think, one one think I saw show I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: I'm kind of really excited about this Disney movie that I'm thinking of. <laughs> I think
0: so, <laughs> I am fairly certain. I, 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 I know I said Jeff Skinner, but I feel like I, I got that wrong.
2: Hoodie, are
1: you thinking
0: of Go Figure? Oh, Go Figure! So there's two
1: that came out that year, or within the same, you know, like a short time frame, mm-hmm. and they're both Disney movies about ice skating. <laughs> and I feel, am I? I'm gonna Google Go Figure. Hold on. One is Michelle Tracking for sure, though. Okay. Okay. Go Figure is the Disney Channel original, and then. Let me search. (laughs) This has gone from uh, hockey to Ice Princess is the other one. Ice
0: Princess, yes, nice. Well, what is? Didn't The Rock play a movie with hockey where he was the Tooth Fairy? Wasn't that also hockey? Because that was actually my first thought with John with John Scott. uh, Fan casting was The Rock. Um, Ooh. And, and with him already having a hockey movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I do believe, I do believe that Jeff Skinner was the one who did have, I know his family. So it, I pulled this article um, where he had, there was hockey, figure skating, soccer, swimming, and singing lessons. Oh, wow. uh, and he also took acting classes too. It's in, I think. So, um, Oh, wow. Yeah, they had six kids, and they were all involved in many, many things. Uh, so, yeah, actually, there have been quite a few hockey players that do have figure skating in their backgrounds. Um, I'm not quite sure if anyone had, like, a professional figure skating career um, that trans- transitioned over to hockey. But I do know that there have been quite a few hockey players. Kind of like football players. There are football players who take ballet. Um, and I, I think it it's kind of on a parallel to that almost. Except in a bit more of a high-end type deal since it's figure skating. Mm. But yeah, that's actually a really good question.
1: Oh. <laughs> I was so curious about it because I was looking up myths about hockey and yeah one of, the, one of the one of the myths that came up is do you have to know how to skate backwards mm. i was like you know what do they know how to figure skate
0: so okay so skinner was the one he took figure skating before he decided to take hockey former and current nhl players including paul carrera dave pullen colby armstrong and zachary ewan all started in figure skating Oh, that's wow. from an article in 2015, so I'm sure there's more. Actually, Colby Armstrong used to play for the Penguins as well. I've met him a few oh. times. Very nice young man. Oh, Aww. fantastic. Um, so there you go. Quite a few. Wow. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think fan casting, I might have to go for The Rock, though. Just because he's, he's so such a... I think that was that's the one. That's the one I think I'm going with. Who, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to get with. Heck yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, my other story that I had to go with that one, I did have another story about, related to the Canes, which just happened last year, 2020, before all the bad times. I think this was last year. Uh, yeah. David Ares, who uh, was an emergency backup goaltender. So he's actually a Zamboni driver uh, at the Toronto stadium. Okay. Do you know this story?
2: I do know this story. (laughs) Okay.
0: This is a fantastic story. It's one of, one of the better stories from last year. Um, So the Carolina hurricanes, both of their goaltenders got injured during a game. So David Arras, the worker for the Toronto stadium, uh, also, their emergency backup goaltender for the, that location uh, had to get dressed for the the Carolina Hurricanes, you know, the team that his home stadium is playing against, which is kind of funny. Um, but at forty two years old, he won the game for the Carolina Hurricanes against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and. It is so incredible. This is one of my favorite stories. I have also, because they did a t-shirt for him. So it looks like the Canes away Jersey. It's the white Jersey with the Canes across diagonal down the front with his number and name on the back. Um, and yes, he became the oldest player to ever win in their NHL debut at 42 years old. Uh, it is beautiful, and he, man, he had one heck of a ride uh, last year in February. I know he was, he, they flew him down to Carolina to, they have a siren that they go, like, you know, do at the beginning of the games, like, you know, to pump everybody up and stuff, and he did so many, so many interviews everywhere. Um, but, but yeah, this, this was just such a cool story, and you just felt so good for him. Uh and because not only that, like he just, he had such a, such a long story too, just from coming from, he had a kidney transplant like years before this to ha- setting this record of being the oldest player, you know, person to win their NHL debut. It's just super, super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, But yeah, it's, it's such a good story and I love it. it's one of my favorites. So uh, it's definitely a touching one. So mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, re- I remember reading about it whenever it happened and you be like oh, this, is, this is so cool
0: i cried a lot that week i i cried a lot that week all this all the different articles and stuff <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean i know all the guys just were really kind of like told them like you know yeah go just have fun with it don't worry about it or anything you know it's fine you know just just have a good time and everything and then yeah they ended up winning that game <laughs> uh which is absolutely incredible uh I would play the post-game speech, but I'm pretty sure um, Rod Burnamore, great coach, probably going to win the Jack Adams this year, but I'm pretty sure he swore a little bit in that. So maybe we'll listen to that after (laughs) the podcast is done, but it's a very good one. Um, But yeah, uh, it was definitely, it it was good. And you just, you're just, is one of those guys you can't help but be happy for. So Mm -hmm. that was a good story from last year. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Yay! all right do you have any more questions
2: no i I think for now that wraps up my questions that wraps
0: up your questions hoodie do you have any more questions oh no
1: you answered my questions perfectly fantastic all right
0: well we're going to take a short break and when we come back we are going to have our special guest eric with us to tell us more stories and we're going to discuss the big the big question crosby versus mcdavid (laughs) We're gonna get McKenna's thoughts on that because it should be fantastic and interesting to see what she has to say. And I can't wait to hear it. So we will talk to you all in a minute. What's up, everybody? We are back, me and McKenna with our special guest, Eric. Eric, what is up?
3: Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Excited to I'm, talk hockey.
0: I'm so excited that we finally do like we've talked about hockey a lot the past what year and a half, probably. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I'm finally excited just to be able to sit here and talk to you about it. Like, actually talk. It's exciting. So, I'm pretty pumped.
3: It's been good. We've had a lot of talk about. You know, we've been uh, gushing over Jeff Carter.
0: <laughs> Jeff Carter. Um,
3: yes. It <laughs> both hurts and delights me how well he's doing. <laughs> Mostly hurts right now because they keep reminding us how bad he was with LA. life. So, whatever. I, I
0: can understand that. I can understand. He has been on, I think he's got 14 goals since he's come over to that's, the Penguins. Something like that.
3: Yeah, right. they had, had eight with like forty games with LA, so you know, yeah. good to yeah. see him go- Good to see him going good.
0: I'm glad. I'm. I'm kind. Of, I. You know, if you would have asked me ten years ago, do you want Jeff Carter in your team? I'd have been like, ha ha, no. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited right now. I'm not gonna lie. So that's true. All right. Well, let's get into it. McKenna has some questions. Mac, go ahead and ask away. Hockey, <laughs>
2: sports, <Make> hockey. Start. <laughs>
0: Thank you. <Solid. laughs>
2: <laughs> why do you like hockey
3: man that's a good question she uh, got me with so, this
0: one last week so yeah i understand
3: so so i get asked that a lot and um you know the uh, primary reason you guys asked me to be on here just because i've been on a little uh, a mini journey with my my partner nicole as we travel across uh, all 31 soon to be 32 nhl cities um, so it's a question I've actually gotten a, a few times when I've gone to Canada, and uh, the only one I'm missing in, uh, up north is Winnipeg. I'll get there eventually. It's really far, and out of, no, out of the, you know, in the middle of the country. <laughs> um, but yeah, ju- it started uh, the 2010, I think like a lot of people saw 2010 Olympics with uh, Sid the Kid, uh, mm-hmm. Golden Goal, uh, which my Canadian friends still remind me of, which is fine. But who won World Juniors, guys? You know, <laughs> throwing that out there. Um, So that was my first introduction to it And just, you know, the speed and just the intensity Of the entire time, just back and forth Until you get that moment of the goal going in And just, you know, it erupts Yep Um, I grew up in LA, so not a lot of snow Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Safe to say Um, Growing up, the Kings weren't good Like, I knew of them uh, But, you know, being a Like, hockey hockey in LA is interesting Because it does have a devoted fan base But at the same time it's it's probably the fourth biggest sport there. Like the Lakers are otherworldly, the Dodgers are otherworldly, USC football, UCLA football, um, and then eventually you get the hockey, which you know you do get this this very big hardcore contingent um near downtown where the where at Staple Center where the Kings play, but also where the players live off in like Armosa Beach, uh the South Bay, um, like you can go there, you'll see them hanging out, going to restaurants, no one bothers them. <laughs> but they're pretty, you know, uh, enriched in that community. So, like, it's it's very, it's very a very interesting dynamic um, with hockey and, and just the growth of L.A. and the Stanley Cups. It helps. Winning helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then the first bit of hockey that I watched was 2011 Stanley Cup Finals, Bruins, uh, Canucks.
0: Oh, wow. I have a good story from that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, super physical series, um, mm-hmm. game seven, and then rioting after Vancouver loses the cup, unfortunately. Yeah. But who doesn't love a good riot? You know? Right? Uh,
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
3: yeah. Then afterwards, hopped. Hop, you know, started following them. Uh, for some reason, w- became uh, so. I started watching the season afterwards, like actually trying to learn names, stats, rules. Because uh, trying to explain icing to people, yeah, it's weird. You know, you can <laughs> don't throw the fuck behind this line. If not, it goes back over there. Nope. Sure. Um, I started watching for some reason. Fell in love with Matt Green, uh and the, and the, the whole defensive core there um, in LA. Uh, they were very defensive, and I usually like defensive teams for some reason in my in my overall sports life. Um, and then they won a Stanley Cup, and that gets you excited, you know. Mm-hmm. That just yeah. it just does. It's good.
0: You picked a great time I, to start watching the Kings. <laughs> I did.
3: I did. Um, and then two years later, I introduced Nicole to it, who is my girlfriend, and then. Her first year, they won again. Nice. So weird. That is awesome. So yeah. You just so need it's, to keep
0: it's introducing people to Kings hockey, and then they'll <laughs> win more Stanley Cups. See?
3: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been great. And then just randomly one one night, I think it was in be- it was probably the 15, 16 season. So the year after they won the copy, we were like, I forgot what show we're watching, but I think it had the show the the city of Nashville there, and I had I was going to school at the time. Um, over in San Francisco and my spring break came up and I was like, the Kings play in Nashville. It kind of seems like destiny. So we went, loved it, talked to people. Uh, and then as soon as, you know, you show up anywhere with that, isn't outside of California with Los Angeles and rich people want to talk to you. And it's kind of, <laughs> kind of how it started me going like, maybe this is something we do. And then we've kind of just stuck with it since then.
0: That's so cool. So yeah, I love it. So how many stadiums have you been to now? Halfway done. Halfway, at, done. halfway done. actually
3: halfway done. Uh, the awesome. last one was Denver, saw the abs. Um, yep. And then the last live game I went to was a stadium series games. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was February 13th, 2020. Um, it was a uh, King's abs at the Air Force Academy, which was really cool, which is the first outdoor game I've been to. Uh, yep. But yeah, exactly halfway.
0: That's awesome. And yeah, that outdoor game, that King's abs game was amazing. I, remember, I was watching that one on TV. Yeah. Uh and, Tyler DeFoley oh, hat trick. Yep. Absolutely. I love Tyler DeFoley, man. Oh, man. What a guy. <laughs> well, and it's kind of funny because so I know that we met through the kind of funny kind of hockey group, which is awesome. Yeah. And uh I've I like I always say, I'm I'm a Pens fan, but I'm a hockey fan. I love the Kings. I have my Anze t-shirt at home, uh, and I have my autographed ice card from him sitting on my hockey shelf with all the rest of my stuff. And yeah, I it was one of the first games that me and my mom we go to a game typically every year. Obviously, we missed this year for obvious yeah. reasons. But um, we go to a game every season. We always try to get like real good season. We went to see the Kings a few years back, and we got tickets right next to the penalty box for the Kings. So Drew Dowdy was in the box, and I'm like, oh, look, he's right there. <laughs> and then I have I have this great video during warm-ups of Anze dancing to the warm-up music, and it's just it's one of my favorite things. I love it. And yeah, the Kings have always been one of my favorite teams, and I just it's, it was so cool to you know meet another Kings fan, inside, uh, yeah. King and so I always see Kings stuff. But I'm like, I need to tell Eric. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. I I like a lot of the West Coast teams. Them and the Abs. I know I talk about the Abs. I love the Abs. Uh, Nathan McKinnon just got a hat trick the other night, so he did. it was great. It was a good game. Other than that, cod and awesome cadre hit was a little rough, but hey,
3: you know, um, that's classic cadre in the playoffs. But that's a conversation right? for another time.
0: First round just happens to be, it, but you're right; that is yep. a conversation for another time. <laughs> um, man, so yeah, that's that's great. So, have you been to the Penguins' stadium yet? Then I, gotta ask I you have that.
3: not yet. I have not yet. I almost went to Philly.
0: Okay. Um,
3: it, for some reason, the schedule never has hasn't lined up. There's two weird things I've noticed about the, the NHL schedule that I want to complain about is how come there road trip wise. How come there's never a back-to-back between Vegas and Arizona that I can go to. It's always, they always do a home and home with Vegas for some reason every year. Which, yeah. And then, you know, COVID happened. So they, they did that a lot this year, but
0: mm-hmm. uh,
3: under normal circumstances, and then they would always do uh, Philly. It's always part of the Eastern New York, the New York trip. So yeah. i play play the Islanders, the Devils, the Rangers, and then go to Philly and then avoid Pittsburgh then for go, another road know. trip. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I would, I would like everything to connect. Uh, so sometimes that's that's definitely a challenge. But I think I think I just have to map it out. I know I got people in Buffalo that wanna want to hang out with me and you know love to go watch a game with you. Uh, for yeah, sure. heck yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just I need these get these schedules, man.
0: <laughs> so they I've also always- don't change a
3: lot. They also don't do no, a lot, so
0: they don't. And I've noticed that the Penguins typically love to play the uh, the Red Wings around Valentine's Day every mm-hmm. year. Never fails. It's always right around Valentine's Day. and I just think it's hilarious. I'm like, what? Well, it's just yeah. yeah, something silly about that schedule. But. Maybe it's the red. It's yeah, there you go. It works. I mean, yeah. we do typically play Boston right around St. Patrick's Day as well, because I know I took my mom to Boston game a few years ago and it was, I think, the day after St. Patrick's Day, thankfully. So we didn't mm-hmm. hit the parade traffic and everything, but yep, play Boston right around St. Patrick's Day every year, too. It's it's kind of funny how those schedules work out like that.
3: Yeah. So. I'll make my way up there. I've seen Sydney play at Staples twice. Uh, yeah, I think three years ago and then four years ago. Um, I'll usually try to hit up the marquee games. Back Mm -hmm. when I did live in LA, I live in the Bay Area right now. So, Sharks territory. Um, (laughs) Sharks, stop, all right? You're bad too. Stop letting me hear it, okay? (laughs) Uh, But it's, yeah, it's fun to be up here right now, uh, just where the two teams are at. Uh, I think the last game that I went to at the Shark Tank Mm -hmm. pre-COVID, it was just, you know, there'd be usually a lot of trash talking on my way to walking to the arena. we were both bad. I looked yep. at a lot of shark fans. We just went.
0: <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, yeah. Um, and so you're talking about pre-COVID games. The last game I went to pre-COVID, I went, I took my mom and my niece. That was for my niece's birthday. Um, and honestly, I cannot remember what team we played. But I do remember, speaking of the Sharks, that was the only goal Patrick Marlowe scored while he was a Pittsburgh Penguin oh. was at that game. So I got to see Marlowe's only goal as a penguin, which was super cool. I was I got a little emotional, but it was a good time. But also you talked about the, the 2010 Olympics, which mm-hmm. that brings me to I went to our first game back after the Olympics. So obviously Sid the Kid got Marc-Andre Fleury, all those guys. And we played Buffalo. Mm. This was the time that Ryan Miller was in Buffalo. So Flurry and Miller didn't start, but I will... So this was when it was still the Igloo. It was before we had this nice PPG Paints arena and all this stuff. Um, The Igloo was special. And I will never forget them, like, announcing, you know, gold medal Sid and and Flurry and all these guys. And then they announced Ryan Miller, goaltender for Team USA. And I don't think I'd ever heard that place louder. It was... I mean, everybody was on their feet. Everybody was cheering. I don't even think it was that loud for when they called out Sid and all them, but it yeah. was. It was one of the coolest things I think I had ever seen at a hockey game. Um, I know the anniversary, but it was just like a couple weeks ago. Someone posted it something about it on Twitter, and yeah, it was super uh, Ryan cool. Miller
3: had his last home game against LA, and uh, they showed that a few times uh, yeah. during the game.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what? It Shout was... out to you,
3: Ryan Miller. You're a duck, but <laughs> right. you're also pretty cool.
0: He, uh, I, I, his last game was Mother's Day, I believe. Mm. Yeah, uh, right, in Minnesota. And yeah, and And they showed him with yeah. his parents, him just crying. Oh my goodness, that was. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was something. He, he was. I always enjoyed watching him play when he was in Buffalo when when we played them a lot. So it was it was nice watching him play like, all the time. Yeah, had good times. Absolutely. All right, Mac. What's up next?
2: Okay, sticking with the arena your um, uh-huh. arena journey adventure, what's been your favorite so far? Which
3: one? Oh, man. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to preface this beforehand. If you're my <laughs> friend and I know you, this has nothing to do with your building. <laughs>
0: there's, there's
3: other factors involved. They're all great, and I love them equally. However, man, Madison Square Garden. What
0: a building. Uh, what a building. Imagine. So good. That one is definitely on my list of ones that I want to go to. It doesn't matter for what. I've I've heard that well Billy Joel plays there a lot. I'm like me and my boss have been like, he, we need to just go up to he,
3: me he has, a banner. To he has a banner. He has a banner. So
0: cool. And yeah, but I, I would love. Oh, I would love to go see a game up there. That would yeah. be amazing.
3: I think I have a picture of the banner. I'm gonna send it to you afterwards. But nice. uh, yeah, I have the Billy that's Joel awesome.
0: banner. That's fantastic. Um,
3: it's up in the Raptors, yeah. Just the whole place, it being, uh, yeah, in the heart of a city. Uh, all the different ways you can get there, the walkability, the the history of the building. Um, they don't they don't say MSG without saying the world's most famous arena beforehand every time while you're there. <laughs> just to remind you,
1: where just you're at. to let
0: you know. Yeah. Don't forget world yeah. most famous. Absolutely, MSG. That's yeah. like I said. That one has been on my list for a while, and I know even like me and Mom have talked about. New York's not that far, yeah. I mean. Uh we can make that in a day. But yeah, yeah I ta- that's outside definitely what I'd love to
3: go on. Yeah, outside of California, no other place have it been yelled at more than New York. Um <laughs> uh, they have not forgotten about twenty fourteen and they reminded me about it. And I went, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But you know uh,
0: <laughs> Didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, well, we
3: did, but you know.
0: Yeah. Any but other still.
3: year. Any other year, Lunkwist, you're a gym, mm-hmm. I love you. Great. I hope you don't yep. come back. Uh play at least too. next year. Uh but fantastic.
0: you know now you're here. Yep. Yep. Every, Absolutely. Like at
3: least at least once a month I watched that Alex Martinez goal and it, oh. makes, brings oh. it brings me joy. Oh brings me joy and That's, it makes me feel good.
0: It was great. It was a great goal. Cool. That was a great yeah. series. And I mean I was I was rooting for LA, I'm not gonna lie, obviously. <laughs> because I mean it's the Rangers and you just yeah. can't. So yeah. but I agree. Like to see to see Lundquist play again. I mean, I was so upset when he went to the Capitals. I was so upset. But I'm just like, and then when the whole heart issue and heart surgery and everything went down this year was just absolutely heartbreaking. And to see him come back next year would be fantastic. I know he was trying to make a small comeback this year, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. But, man, I will. I love Swedish hockey players. They're my favorite. I have my Team Sweden hoodie at home. I have a T-shirt. I have got a zetterberg signed team sweden puck like Mm. i love team sweden Which brings me to the Sidine twins uh when we were talking about that uh boston vancouver series um man and this i know always gets me a lot of hate that is when i fell in love with brad marchand was that series
3: (laughs) hold on can you repeat that
0: one more time (laughs) yes um that is when i fell in love with brad marchand i'm sorry i know i know uh, this Ooh. was before he licked people, okay? For what? Yes, okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> um,
3: that'll be a little homework for you
0: that will be, we'll <laughs> just, talk about just, that later.
3: Just, just type in Brad Marsh and licking. There's a couple
0: instances. There's a few. um, yeah. and we'll we'll talk about that when we're playing Fortnite later, maybe, <laughs> but when he that was right when he was like first became a thing, and he I just remember seeing him he just was going hard he slammed someone up against the wall he kept going he flipped one of the sadeen twins over his backside and when he stood up he just dropped his gloves because he knew somebody was coming after him and he was right and he did and they fought and it was great and i'm just sitting at the tv going i love you The person I was sitting with wasn't too pleased because he thought I was piling yeah. to him. But hey, that's also another story. <laughs> but uh, that was really fun. That was a great series. That was oh, that was a fantastic series. But I have my Brad Marchand jersey.
3: Well yeah. I, th- I think it's you and the city of Boston who love Brad Marchand. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it. Probably, that you're probably right. It. Though <laughs> I did wear that jersey to the uh, when they were doing the World Cup games before, like the actual tournament. They made a pit stop in Pittsburgh and played a few games, which was awesome because I had my God's Despair Team North America t-shirt on and then I had my Brad and jersey because he was on a line with Sid and it's the only time I've gotten compliments on that jersey. Like some dude ran up to me was like, hey, 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 And I'm like, oh, please don't hurt me. And he's like, no, I love your jersey. I'm like, thank you. Okay, <laughs> sure. It's
1: weird.
0: I'm just going to go with this because this is never going to happen again. So... Yeah, that was a good time. Fun, fun, fun. So, do you have any other questions, McKenna? Oh, gosh. Um...
3: Oh, before we move on, I do want to oh, say good. shout out to Montreal, mm-hmm. Toronto. Chef's kiss. Great great atmosphere. Uh, good fans. Good food. So, just nice. honorable mentions. I think I'm going to cruise a <laughs> if I don't mention those two.
0: <laughs> That's fair. I understand. Yeah. So...
2: Um, I, th- I think my, my final question is, is who's been your favorite player to watch uh,
3: We doing now or, or all time
2: um, <laughs> all time let's go all time all
3: time man so I do I do I think I think it has to be drew Doughty. uh just energy just good good defenseman um you know you put him on the ice I know he had a couple rough two years with the, with the decline of the roster as well but I mean he brings it he, he tries. Uh, he tries every night, whether they're first, third, or the last place in the standings, and he's kind of been the embodiment—him, Kim, Quick, and and uh, Kopitar there. The you mm-hmm. know last rem- him and uh, with Brownie, the last yeah. remaining uh, part of the core from that uh, first Cup run in 2011-2012. So, yeah, Drew Doughty, I, ho- I hope I hope they at least get a competitive one more time for him because I know he's dying to get back into the playoffs and hates losing. So. I'm just excited for him. Anytime he's on the ice, it, you know, it's like a warm hug. He's, he's there. He's reliable. <laughs> yeah. He's ready to go.
0: My stepdad has his T-shirt. It's like the only <laughs> hockey paraphernalia my stepdad owns. It's awesome. <laughs>
3: yeah, I got a, got a signed Drew Doughty uh, jersey hanging in my living room.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I, and then I will say currently, shout out to Thousand Oaks native Trevor Moore. Uh, so go. We got a SoCal boy on the roster, which makes me ecstatic. <laughs> uh, and, and he did great this year he's you know he had career high in goals and points so nice. it's good to see a kid from SoCal doing well and on a roster um, so I'm excited I'm hoping he sticks around for a bit I know I think he's on next year but he'll probably be back because he's a RFA. Yeah, that's awesome very yeah. cool
0: very very cool McKenna we gotta get you watching a couple games so you can find <laughs> a player you like yeah <laughs> I wanna watch you. hey it's NBC gonna NBC right now, you can watch a lot of games. Now, I'm, I'm not promising great things from all of the announcers, but, you know, <laughs> I'll help you, don't worry. Thank you, thank you <laughs> <my> announcers. <laughs> you know, hey. I actually, I used to listen to the radio while they were playing the game because oh. Mike Lang is a phenomenal play-by-play, and he's called a couple games. He, he wasn't traveling with the team this year just because of age and COVID and stuff like that. He did call a few games when the one play-by-play guy had... His wife had a baby or something. I'm like, what the heck? You mean you're taking a day off for this? Guys don't take days <laughs> off for this in hockey. Come on, man. <laughs> Who are you? But, uh, you know, he's he's caught a couple games. And I think he called one or two of the playoff games so far. But Mike Lang was always a favorite and came up with some very interesting catchphrases like, slap me silly Sydney and get me a milkshake Malkin. Yeah, you never knew what was going to come out of his mouth. He's fantastic and, and he will be sorely missed when he stops calling games completely, that is for sure. So, for sure. That's a good way to watch it, though. Um, all right, well, we have one last thing, which was suggested by friend of the show, Jose Ruckus. Um we wanted to do these uh, versus type things with some of the high name players. So for <laughs> hockey, we picked out McDavid versus Crosby. So,
3: can't get McKenna, more high name than that.
0: <laughs> you really can't, not right now. There, I mean, we have, there's a lot of great people, but these two always seem to be compared quite often and for many good reasons. So, McKenna. We want to get your opinion first because that—that that was Jose's whole idea. Was he wanted to know what you thought about these big names? Now we've heard us talk about it a little bit, and I know you did a little bit of homework. So, what do you got?
2: <laughs> oh, good, good question. Now can we go over? Because I—I want to make sure I cover all my bases from sure. some, some people who actually know hockey. What are the <laughs> pros and cons of both of these players?
0: Right, Eric, is there, is there a con start.
3: for either? <laughs> <laughs> the the biggest con for McDavid that he's stuck in Edmonton. Sorry, Edmonton, yeah. but it's true. All right, that
0: is fair. That is um, fair.
3: God, con for Crosby? I don't, I don't think there is one for Crosby.
0: I mean, I'm gonna go with Sid's biggest con, other than his poor head injury a few years ago, which I mean, slowed him down a lot for a few years. As someone who watched him. Every day after his, you know, injury came back. I, I mean, I really don't think you get many cons, and I know there's going to be some people go, "Well, he's such a crybaby." Yeah, he was at the beginning of his career, but hey, calm down. You can't, you can't give that. He's been here forever now. You can, you can leave it go. The whole point of a captain is to talk to the referees. So just chill out. Um, though I do want to point out, this was one of my favorite things from last year. Uh, someone saw a picture of Sid in some shorts. And uh, hold on,
3: it, can, can we talk about? Uh, if we're gonna talk, I think I have a con for Crosby, and it's okay. probably that he can't find pants to wear.
0: <laughs> there you <'cause>... go, <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Yeah. So, um, someone mentioned something about his thighs being ridiculously huge, and it got back to the radio station. and They somehow came up with can he uh crush a watermelon with his thighs? So, a few days later, the penguins' Twitter account showed a picture <laughs> of a crushed watermelon. In front of the practice arena, and it was <laughs> one of the most hilarious things I think I've ever seen in my entire life. It was great. Fantastic. Um, but, yeah, as far as pros and cons go, I don't know if you get too many cons with either of them. No. Other than, like you said, McDavid is stuck in Edmonton, which just seems to be a place for really, really good players. Though, Man, this season, he, who even being in Edmonton, knocked it out of the park. So. Yeah.
3: Um, I have some, I have some numbers. If, once we want to dive into it, I, I did a little homework myself, so um, it'll be good. But yeah, the cons for these guys, it's you want them on your team. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Don't and you don't want to
0: play against them? You what, what's Crosby?
3: Thirty three, and he's still ridiculous. So I mean, mm-hmm. that's,
0: yeah.
3: Crosby's age might be his only thing. But even then, come on.
0: Yeah, he'll be thirty four in August. So yeah
3: it's crosby come on yeah you know, you'll take him at any age
0: exactly he's still as long as he stays healthy has at least a good you know four years in him you know yeah and and probably a couple more just to if you know be a mentor to a team and stuff like that whenever a time comes you know he'll he'll then be the old guy on the team you know we always call him sid the kid well yeah like you said he's 33. <laughs> he's not quite yeah. a kid anymore no <laughs> i'm
2: so nervous
0: because so I don't- <laughs> let me let me run down some trophies trophies Please. that these two guys have won uh so heart trophies they've each got one so far um which is you know pretty impressive uh art ross trophies mcdavid actually has two or Sid only has one
3: Actually, um, he has three now. now oh, that yeah. the, uh,
0: And he does have three now since now the Now that the
3: regular over. season concluded with uh, Calgary and Vancouver finally yep. ending their season. Finally uh,
0: finishing. They uh,
3: they exactly. officially gave him the Art Ross. So now he has three. He did.
0: So now he has three Art Ross trophies. He got what was his final this year? A hundred and...
3: 105.
0: One, Five. That's what I thought. 105 yeah. points yeah. In, in that short amount of time. I mean, mm-hmm. I know we were talking about it the other day. That's impressive.
3: Yeah.
0: That, that's impressive. Yeah. Even just being stuck in your own division, that's still impressive. Um, Ted Lindsay awards, uh, McDavid with two and Sid with one, and that's voted on by players uh, the players rather than the media, which is cool. Um, Stanley Cups, obviously. McDavid doesn't have any yet. Sid's got a couple. It's fine. Um, And then Playoff Games, as of the time of this article... uh, which was when McDavid had 500 points. It was when he hit 500 points for his career. Um, which
3: they hit at the exact same amount of games played, 369, yes. if I remember correctly.
0: I believe that's what it was, yeah. Um, Crosby's played in 49 games, where McDavid has played in, I believe, 17. So, yeah, all-star teams. Uh, McDavid's done three first teams, where Stitts only made one, apparently, which I thought was kind of weird. Um <laughs> It says this is funny though, I like this little thing that they put on here. Keep in mind these are all the all-star teams voted on by the media at the end of the season, not the teams assembled for the all-star game in the middle of the year. The former is the one that matters with all due respect to John Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, wanna,
3: John Scott, all star. We're not John Scott. This is, this is a John Scott disrespect freezer. All right. We're I love we John, love John Scott. Scott.
0: We love John Scott here yeah. so much. We we were talking about him last week. So mm-hmm. Um, Olympic gold, sid has got one, McDavid zero. Uh, so yeah, those are some of the, the big main stats between the two of them. Mm. So yeah, it was uh, 369 games. So they both did it in mm. the same amount of time, which is really, really impressive. And that's really cool, actually. I think that's super cool that they did it in the same amount of time. So.
3: I would say I am impressed in, in looking stuff up that Crosby does have two rocket richards, which is for most goals in a season. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause when I think of Crosby, I don't really think goal scorer. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he has two is kind of insane. Um, I don't know if McDavid's ever going to get there. Cause um, he's, he, while he can score goals, he's an amazing setup man and just draws so mm-hmm. much attention that, you know, he doesn't have to do things on on his own, but he can.
0: Exactly. Um,
3: yeah, they're just insane. Um, it, it's interesting to wa- compare them through the first six years because they're basically neck and neck in a lot of categories. Uh, through uh, through the first six, uh, one point three points per game for McDavid, one point three points per game for Crosby. So at the exact same point awesome. of the year, basically the same amount. Um, and yeah, the biggest difference is just their team success.
0: Mm-hmm. It really Crosby is.
3: Crosby after mm-hmm. six seasons got his cup. McDavid yep. has one series win. Yeah. So.
0: Which is kind of sad. You see so many great players go through Edmondson and yeah, then they just get kind of stuck there. Um, there's only seven players in history to get to 500 points quicker than these two. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously with Wayne Gretzky being the fastest doing it in 234 games. Um,
3: that's dumb.
0: <laughs> it is, it is, <laughs> that's exactly. Dumb. That's dumb. Um, Eric Lindros did it in 352 Uh so yeah. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. Sid and Connor McDavid tied for most hundred point seasons before the age of twenty five with four. Gretzky had seven by the time he was twenty five. <laughs>
0: yeah, basically every year.
3: Just casually. Um, and then this year alone, <laughs> McDavid, what a what a season! Uh, averaging one point eight points per game, which if you uh they paid fifty six games, so if you extend it out to an eighty two game season, that's one hundred fifty five points. Um, uh, which a lot is... of points. The most, which is tied for the most uh, by a player not named Gretzky or Lemieux, with uh, <laughs> Steve Eiserman, had oh, 155 and 88. Wow. Um, and, you know, if you know anything about goaltending in the late 80s, it was non existent and
0: terrible. Exactly. And that's basically like what this the article that I was looking off of said, you know, uh, Gretzky and Lindros did it. And they were the only players who didn't benefit from playing in the fire wagon days of the late '70s and '80s. So yeah, yeah, that's that's. I mean, back in back in those days, you just scored because goalies weren't wearing helmets and had no pads, basically. So yeah. you, you saw high scoring games quite often. So oh
3: yeah, yeah. Um, at points, for, uh, goals per game in the year that uh, Stevie Y actually uh, hit one fifty five, it was about seven point five point goals per game. Well, in the, uh, now this season in the North. About five point eight, so two goal. You're seeing two goal less, uh, so it's vastly different. And yeah, goaltending is so good. Uh, yeah, like even the worst. I, I'm pretty sure the worst NHL goalie could dominate mm. in the in the middle of the '80s.
0: Probably.
3: Yeah, all it takes is to go go into butterfly, and you could stop yeah. everything.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. All right, Max. So what are you thinking? Ah, oh, lots of numbers. These two guys are just impressive.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And if you want to kill time, just, just Google one of them, go to YouTube, <laughs> and just watch their highlights. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I've been lucky enough to watch both of them play live. And then um, there's... The first time I saw McDavid play was in Edmonton, mm-hmm. um, Florida for a game. And remember how I said that you watching Drew Doughty out there is like a nice hug, like he's dependable? Yeah. Um, I saw McDavid do a move on Drew Doughty, um, and he, like, he spun him around. And I swear to God, it was like watching my dad get beat up for the first time. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> like, it's not possible because he, you know, they were, McDavid's coming up the wing. Dowdy's there. I'm like, ah, this is easy. he stops him. No, no, you don't stop McDavid. And then he proceeded yeah. to get a three point game on us. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in the middle of Edmonton just re- reconfiguring my life.
0: And why did I fly <laughs> up for this? <laughs> so I was lucky enough to see McDavid play with the Erie Otters because that's where he played before he, you know, went to Edmonton. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was probably one of the coolest things. I think just getting to see him play for that small team, you know, in a very tiny building. That's not a huge stadium. Yeah. uh, was really awesome. It was really cool. And I have, uh, they were giving away posters where all the guys signed them. So I have his autograph somewhere sticking around. Um,
3: I will say my last my last argument for Crosby. Um, because I I do think I do think with Crosby being uh in the in the league longer, you do take things for granted a little bit at times, uh just as how great they are over time.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Man, the guy gets his wingers paid. Like he does. you go down the list of guys who who's gotten good contracts because it's playing with Sidney Crosby. Uh, Connor Sherry, hello, mm-hmm. went to Buffalo, got paid, did nothing. Yep, uh, pretty much. Yes, Jay Genzo which I think would be his but probably his best winger. But I was looking at that o, uh the O9 team. He's playing his his right winger was Bill Guerin.
0: Yep. Billy D. We,
3: yeah. Who is now the you know the, the general manager over in the wild. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's incredible just how well he's played for so long with with the type of wings he's had. Like he's never had like a superstar winger. Like he no. elevates everyone around him so well. Um he and I had- think that's
0: Pascal Dupuis and Chris Kunitz <laughs> for quite a while. Oh, and nobody knew yeah. who they were before they came yeah. here.
3: Yeah, and, and then d- just just remarkable. Like the dude just wins, and I think that's the only thing missing from uh, McDavid right now. Like he got that like McDavid got sacked casting in a nice contract, but like you mm-hmm. don't hear McDavid elevating other guys the way Crosby has elevated everyone else. Um Puyarvey's had an uh, okay season returning to Edmonton. But like besides that, like it's the Crosby and 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 Drysaddle show over there, which, I mean, that's all you <laughs> really need. It's all you really need for a lot of the time. It's uh, great. They're both just amazing. I can yeah. watch them play all day.
0: Absolutely, and I love I love when. I can't wait till we get to play teams from other divisions again, hopefully next season, Uh, you know, because I miss watching the the Sid versus McDavid games. Like, those were some of the biggest, you know, biggest, best ones. And even though, you know, those West Coast games, I've got to stay up late for, it was never a dull moment watching these two play against each other because you're right, they just, they're both so incredible. And, I mean, like you said, if you, you just Google some of the stuff that McDavid has done, some of these goals he's scored just impressive and yeah and it's the same i know you said it's, it's nice he's a setup guy you know sid sid's a setup guy too because that's what yeah. he does he draws everybody else away from him and he's constantly elevating the players he plays with um i i got to see jay gensel's first goal it was really cool I was at that game. it was against dallas um because uh stephen john's played for dallas and he is from uh where i live at right now actually yeah. nearby so I used to watch him play like deck hockey and stuff with all my friends, which was a lot, of, like a lot of fun. But, but yeah, just getting to like I remember I was sitting there going, "Who's this kid?" My friends like, "I don't know." I'm like, "Okay, uh, well," and and yeah, he scored his first goal like he moves so awesome. But yeah, just like, and to see the player he's grown into, just having a line with Sid, And, like you said, he Sin doesn't have big name players. He never really has because every it seems like anytime the penguins actively try to get him like this big name winger, it doesn't work out. And then these guys end up playing the second, third line and then they're grumpy and then they go somewhere else, which is fine. Uh yeah. You know, and it's good. Like and even, you know, our second line, we have Malkin, Kapanen, and Carter right now. What a line. Like I love it. I love it so much. But yeah. Sid is it is pretty awesome, but so yeah,
3: I'm hope- yeah. I'm hoping we get a little more McDavid in the postseason. I uh, know mm-hmm. they're currently down. I don't know where you're going to watch this, but they're currently down to the Jets, one nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, McDavid held off the score sheet for that game, but I think it's just a matter of time before he gets going. Um, yep, it's just, and I, I, I just want to see these guys deep, deep playoff runs. I think it's a shame that we haven't gotten more McDavid in the postseason. So that's honestly where I think about it. Choose probably going Crosby just because the success he has. Uh, but man, it's hard. It's a hard decision.
0: Speaking of playoffs and uh, the Oilers playing in the playoffs, McKenna, I don't know if you saw our uh, our bracket video from last week. Uh, McKenna actually has the Penguins versus the Oilers in the Stanley Cup Finals. I saw. So we could see Sid versus McDavid, um, which is pretty awesome because yeah, I was like, oh sweet, we have we have a league here for all our brackets. We're gonna join this one yeah. and have fun. <laughs> So we'll see how that goes. She's got them. I have Vegas and the Penguins, which if that happens, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch that series. I think I'm I just, going to just have to hide in a corner somewhere, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't know what's, <laughs> what I would do with that. It would be terrible. Uh, that's
3: terrible. Just some good story. That's just some good storylines right there.
0: That is good storylines. That Those are the best storylines. Oh my goodness. If if I had to watch us play against Mark Country Flurry, though, I don't know if my heart could handle that, honestly. But, <laughs> Probably the last time I cried that hard over hockey was when uh when he got picked up by Vegas for the expansion draft. That was that was a bad night. That was a rough one for me. It's rough. But all right, McKenna, what are you thinking? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. No pressure. Right. No pressure. That's no pressure. just fun.
2: The fate of the hockey world is in yes. my hands. It is. <laughs> so for okay, so going into it, I was like. I'm going to go, Crosby, because I've never heard of this big David kid. And then I started doing research on him. He's only 24, mm-hmm. and he's already being compared to Crosby, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me. Like, I thought they were like, oh, same age, same deal. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: no, he's like a few years older than me, which is just, uh, what am I doing with my life? I shouldn't I don't know. Um... <laughs> So I, I, mean, I want to say McDavid then, because I, I think he can only go up. I hope, um, and maybe, yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to choose McDavid. <laughs> I'm sorry, Crosby.
0: That's fair. You're, a... <laughs> yeah. you know, and honestly, McDavid has, if he stays healthy, which obviously, like I said, that was probably my biggest conversation. He had mm-hmm. such a hard time staying healthy for a while after his big concussion. Um, that he missed a lot of time in his late twenties, and if McDavid can stay healthy, and you know, either the Oilers, you know, get some, you know, they need to stop just drafting first, you know, first picks. Maybe that's their problem. <laughs> like, just stop getting the Whoa, first overall pick.
3: Don't disrespect Neil Yakupov <laughs> like
0: that. Oh, let's. Oh man, no, Yakupov he tried. He, he did try. He did- He's in yeah. Russia now, isn't he? I think, I think he, was,
3: he I think he won the Gagarin Cup this year with I forget who, who won I it, but I'm pretty sure he he's a the champion. So
0: that's so good awesome. For good for yeah. you, Neil. Good, good for you. Yeah. I'm happy for him. I always I always like Jacop. He was always yeah. one of my favorites. But maybe, you know, if if the Oilers can put together a, a bit of a team here and or, you know, a, even if McDavid ends up leaving the Oilers or what have you. Um I mean yeah he was drafted in 2015 that wasn't that long ago. No. Uh and he can stay healthy man he could have he could be breaking all those records and you know passed it up with no problem in a lot of a lot of different aspects but man I don't know how you compare these two players because you're right they're just I mean I would say I would pick Sid, I mean, obviously, but I, I get to see Sid play way more than I get to see McDavid play. All I get to do really is watch replays and read articles on him. But I, I mean, he's got a shot to really just do a lot of great things in his career if he can stay healthy, which would be, like I said, that, that was always Sid's con. And if, if he cannot have that con, he he's going to have a great career.
3: Yeah, I think I think yeah the trajectory just really depends on the team around him. Um it does. I, I think a lot of reputation has to do with with the postseason and the fact that mm-hmm. he hasn't been there. I think I think that's why you go Sid right now because you've seen yeah. him in the playoffs. Um the crybaby Sid stuff came from the playoffs.
0: It's <laughs> it. Did. Um
3: so you, oh, you really? kind of need to develop you need to develop this reputation. You need to have these these mm-hmm. legacy defining moments. Um and he's had that a little bit. Um, when he went to the playoffs that one time, um, against the Ducks, um, and against the Sharks, actually, mm-hmm. um, it, it only time will tell. It's a, it's a big, it's a big, we'll see. Um, but if the conferences go back to the way they were, uh, pre COVID, the Pacific is down, he's gonna make the playoffs again next year if the Edmonton, yep. um, can find him some help. Um, and he doesn't even need help on his line, like, just get a decent third line, get a decent fourth line going. <laughs> You know, find people who can play defense, and let them let them go wild on the offensive zone. Like that's really all you need yep. to do with with that team. Um, and how about not Mike Smith? Uh, no disrespect to Mike Smith, but come on. Yeah,
0: they, they they do. They need a goalie. They need a goalie bad.
3: Yeah. Um. But but everything's setting up there. He has this guy like like Crosby had Malkin. He has mm-hmm. Drysital, and that's yep. really we'll see. They need a little defensive help, but as soon as you have either of these guys you're going to be a contender. And it's a shame that we haven't seen more of McDavid in the postseason.
0: Absolutely. I 100% agree. And, and I think that's what you, you just want to hope for for him is just finding more success in the playoffs. So hopefully we can see a little bit of that this year. Um, John, I hope so. That would be nice. So great. All right. McKenna, anything else today?
2: Oh, gosh. Not at the moment. Not but at I'm the moment. Sure billion other questions that
1: I can't
0: think <laughs> right now. Well, it's a good thing that we do this every couple weeks then, huh? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, that is going to wrap it up then for our first episode of Mac Attack with hockey. Um, if you have any suggestions for sports to do in the future for these, uh, let us know. Um, I know we, we want to do a basketball one, we want to do a baseball one, and I don't know anything about those sports, so <laughs> please come on and talk to us about those sports. Um because yeah, I'm terrible with them. So, Pittsburgh didn't have a basketball team and we've had the Pirates since I can yeah, remember. Yeah. Like, I don't, I have nothing on those ones, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah, I here. wouldn't
3: want to watch the Pirates either.
0: I, you know, I had, I'll tell you a funny story real quick before we go, I had foot surgery a few years back and I had it in the middle of the summer which was the worst idea because you don't want to have foot surgery in the summer but also the only sport on was baseball and it was awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I guess I'm watching baseball now. And I did for a little bit and I, and I bought a, I got a Jersey and everything. And then of course the guy I got Jersey for left like three days later, I think. And oh. that's about what I, what I do for baseball. And it's the same thing that happened last time. I tried to watch baseball with Jason Bay. I bought his Jersey and then he was like traded three days later. So yeah, I'm like, I'm just, Nope, no more, no more baseball jerseys for me. We're done here. <laughs> it's rough. All right. Well, um, our guest, for the first part, was Hoodie. You can find him at the Penny Marbles at our magical neighborhood. Um, all those fun places, please check him out. McKenna, where can everybody find you?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at PotterPants2and2. And then all the other things I'm on, it's the link in my bio.
0: <laughs> there you <laughs> Quick go. Quick
2: and easy for you.
0: <laughs> she does lots of things, and we <laughs> appreciate her for that. <laughs> Eric, thank you so much for joining us for this yeah, second half. You want to tell anybody where they can find you or anything uh, else?
3: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Eric Oriana. Um, I I don't do anything cool, but I do work in the museum field. So museums are opening up. Go visit your local museum. They need your help. Uh, it's been a long uh, year, so it's been good to watch watch all the people who I used to work with go back to work and, and get back in there.
0: McKenna has a question.
2: Can we do a, a Mac attack with museums? Heck sure. yeah,
0: let's do it. We'll <laughs> definitely have to do that. That'll be so much fun.
3: Yeah, Um, and then I don't do anything in any content, but my buddy Miguel, Miguel Nunez does over at uh, Collector's Lobby. You can search him up on YouTube. Uh, He's recently hit the 50 subscriber goal, and I'm very proud of him.
1: Yay. Um, he
3: He opens NHL cards, so you can also learn how to pronounce them because he can't. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes
0: <laughs> I, uh, I, I know when we did our box break for charity for, for our hockey group, that was great watching him do that live. Yes. It, was, it was a great day, and also yes. seeing you score big with some of those cards.
3: Kill McCar, autograph Kill oh. McCar. It's been great. Um, he's been on a roll with the pack luck, so definitely go support him over at Collector's Lobby. Yeah. Um, he's opening a lot of stuff. I think a new product opened yes, uh, released yesterday, so be on the lookout for some good hockey card coverage.
0: We will put that link in the bio as well. So yeah. as always, you can find me at Ambolina on Twitter, and you can find me here in our magical neighborhood and all those other fun places. And our d and group is going to start back up soon too. So check that out because that's a lot of fun and you can watch me be totally goofy on the weekends. So until next time, keep watching. Yay.